The excitement of West Virginia high school football is in full swing. Braxton Todd cutting right up the middle. He's into the clear at the 30. It's a foot race down the near side hash mark. Look at Adams catch him from behind as he gets to him, but he breaks the tackle. Braxton Todd gets away and goes in for the score. The 4-0 Martinsburg Bulldogs travel down the road to take on 2-2 EPAC foe Hedgesville Eagles. Friday at 7 p.m. with the pregame at 6 p.m. following the sports mix at 5 p.m. right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. It's NCAA football on TV 10 as the Shepherd University Rams play their home opener against the Kutztown Golden Bears. Third down here, third and four. Straight drop back for Bajan. He now rolls out to the right, looking deep down the sideline. A wide open Ryan Beach, and he'll walk in for six. Touchdown, Rams. It's a PSAC East Division battle between the Golden Bears and the Rams. Kickoff is scheduled for noon with pregame coverage beginning at 1130 right here on TV 10 and the WRNR TV YouTube channel. Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. What is this? What is this thing that we're doing right now, Nick? It's a show I believe we have. I believe we have a show, too, but I, I don't the know. It airs 12 to 1 every day, but... It hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't. And there is a good reason for that, and I think... A very good reason. The new equipment that we got in and that the fact that we got it running well, it seems... In one week, too. I mean, like... And it's, think I think it. it's going to change a lot, and I think we're going to have a lot of better quality broadcast to bring you on the sports side so it's definitely worth the extra time we've put in to try to make it better because we have had a lot of issues it seems like as of late but a lot of that had to do with a lot of different yeah. equipment and now we we have something that i think will hopefully make things a lot better for the viewer i think it'll make it a lot better for the viewer and i want to shout out to everybody that's been sticking with us on our football and volleyball and, and tonight we'll have soccer yeah uh but i want to shout out to all the people sticking with us i know we've had some tough times the last couple of weeks getting the broadcast on the air keeping them on the air and lagging and but this should do it this should fix it uh knock on wood uh, but this is that wood? Sh- that is wood. Okay. There this you show go. brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremation Services, Robert and Fields, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. And obviously, we've been off there for. Well, I've been haven't been heard on the show since last Thursday. You were heard with um, our intern last Friday, and Brandon Ruffin. Did you forget his name? Brandon Ruffin. <laughs> I mean, he's more like your intern because I barely ever see the guy. Yeah. It seems like he, he doesn't like you. He doesn't want to come in when you're here. I guess not. I thought he, he, he asked me if we're in studio today, and he, I said, yeah, and he's not here. So he must have been like, well, if Spencer's there, I don't want to be there. Yeah, I guess not. But before we get into the show, I want to give one quick shout-out to uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Jim Klein. Uh, he knew that we kind of struggled on, on Tuesday night and that we were going to have a lot to do tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow as in Wednesday. He bought us some lunch yesterday. Into the st- he he uh, bought us some pizza Real good pizza. Uh, shout out to Jim Klein for that. And uh, now we're going to show, we're going to have everybody listen and, and watch what some people couldn't see that was on our social media channels. And that is our interview that we did on Monday afternoon with head coach of the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Britt Sherman, after a 26-25 win over Highland Springs last, that was last Friday night down in Highland Springs, Virginia. And Nick, we're ready to go. Coach of the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Britt Sherman, coming off of a 26-25 win over Virginia Powerhouse Highland Springs on Friday night. And Coach, that was a great one for you guys to be able to play a very competitive game. Turn, you need to close the. Yeah, you know, I was just really proud the, um, of the team church, out there. The, that we gave. You know, I think we had a great week of practice. And, you know, we've, before the game, we talked about you know, the best teams win games, and you know, they had a lot of. A lot of really good players and, and some really talented individuals. But, uh, you know, our guys just, uh, you know, went for them, went with them blow for blow. And, you know, I, I think they really they really showed that they have a lot of grit and uh, they can play with just about anybody when they uh, put their minds to it. Coach, with this win, you kind of get that signature win, it seems like. I mean, a really quality team and heading into kind of the – the tougher part of your schedule, um, that's got to feel good to know 
that as we get down into, you know, when you start competing for playoff spots and stuff like that, you know, you have that big win and know that you guys can compete with pretty much any team in the state or even outside the state. Yeah, I mean, we were we were told when we scheduled that game in Salem and a couple other games with Riverside and Spring Valley that, you know, we, what we were trying to do is schedule ourselves out of the playoffs. And, and uh, you know, we were – we were like, well, we just we want to challenge ourselves, so we, we scheduled those games, and it's just it's it's really good. It's a good feeling to be at four zero, you know, after you know two of those games being being teams that played in Virginia championship games last spring, and be able to win those two, and of course get get a win over a tough Musselman and Sharando team as well. And coach, for you guys, it was definitely a different since you were playing a tougher opponent, you guys had to kind of game plan differently. It wasn't that you guys were going to be, you know, on top the entirety of the game. And then, you know, you faced some adversity during that game. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's a great thing about scheduling really good opponents like that is, you know, sometimes we'd go through our schedule and, and wouldn't face adversity until the second or third round of the playoffs where you'd have lead changes and, you know, teams that could play with you and things like that but you know when they when they drive the ball down and go up and you know then we tie the score and then there's lead changes and you're kicking field goals and every extra point matters you know I think it it does give those kids that experience that they need um down the stretch to say hey we've been in this situation before you know now we now we kind of know who's going to react who's going to you know when the live bullets are really flying who who the kids are that that step up and make plays, and then, you know, who who kids that need need a couple more reps, and I think that's one one really valuable thing that we learned on Friday night in, in a very exciting game. Murphy Clement had another great game on both or both through the air and and on the ground. Um, you know, we've seen both quarterbacks. Uh, how do you think that's that's helped your team to have, you know, that that dual threat, and obviously having Ezra as well with his big arm. Well, Murphy's a great player, and we we knew Murphy was a great. You know, sometimes you don't you don't understand at what level some of those kids can play, especially younger kids like that. Being a sophomore, you know, Murphy is is extremely well traveled, and he he's played with a lot of big teams as as youth league, but it's still youth league, and so you get them get them coming up in the high school, and you know when when you can go into a field with ten Division one athletes, and then we have two guys with offers, and arguably be the best player on the field that night you know it's 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 a pretty special thing and you know he he did a really good job the guys around him of course uh did a a great job as well but you know he he did a really good job playing and then you know being able being able to have Ezra there I mean you know we took you talk about a leader a kid that uh you know works extremely hard but when it's not his time he doesn't sit there and pout and uh you know he's he's happy for for Murphy and he he's cheering him on and and you know helping him with with things like because when he knows you know he knows that he's helping us as a team and you know that's just really really good leadership from from both those guys and um you know I'm happy to have both of them on the team how do you think uh Murphy and his, his connection with his brother Hudson have have helped in the passing game you know kind of knowing where each other are going to be and what they're looking for yeah, I mean, they, I mean, two different weeks now. He's hooked up with him for a touchdown. I mean, that was a great, a great throw, um, and then a great catch and run by Hudson there on Friday night um, to get in the end zone. But you know, they're 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 very familiar with each other, of course, because they, they when they throw, that's who they throw together with most of the time. And you know, it's 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 great to have both those guys on our team. And you know, we we know Murphy um, has had a lot of accolades and stuff like that, but Hudson. Hudson's a really, really good football player as well. And, you know, both those guys play both ways for us. They play on special teams and, you know, barely come up off the field. So it's it's good to, you know, have both those guys on our team and, and uh, you know, look forward to seeing what else they do the rest of the year. Something that, you know, kind of you guys aren't used to having to do to be able to stay in the lead or get the lead is your uh, your kicking game. It was really good on Friday night. Yeah, I tell you, one of the things we looked at uh, leading up to the game was, you know, they were they were very talented in a lot of areas, offensive and defensively. And 
we kind of laughed last week when we did the scouting report. We said, this might be the only thing that we're clearly better than them, you know, is the kicking game. But, uh, you know, even even with Brent, Brent's not – it's the first year he's been a starter for us. And, uh, you know, Jake Zittle was our, was our short snapper and then, and then Hudson is our holder. But, you know, those kicks, both field goals were really big. And, of course, we – we miss the one and get the running into the kicker call and then get a second chance at it and make it. And then, you know, we had to make a 35 yard uh, extra point as well. That was kind of the difference in the game as well. So, you know, just all three of those kicks, you know, the one on one side that we got back, the other ones, we kind of kicked out of bounds, which, you know, we just didn't execute those very well. But the three big kicks, the two field goals, the one extra point that uh, was from really far out, and then getting that uh, onside kick, I mean, just like every big game, all of those things make a difference. And, and of course, those seven points uh, with those three kicks were, were huge as well. Coach Hedgesville this week, uh, a much improved Hedgesville team from a year ago. What stands out to you about them? Well, I mean, Hedgesville's a rivalry game, and, and you know all our kids know each other, and um, you know they're they're having more success this year because they've they've put in the work, and you know I talked to Coach Faircloth a little bit last year, and I think he was disappointed that they didn't get to win any games last year, and you know we talked about it. It's a it's a process. It's not something that happens overnight. Um, so you know they're they're doing a good job, and they're back, and they're they're trying to build build their program back up and, uh, you know, you have to, you have to, you know, acknowledge that and, and, and know that, uh, you know, we were at that point at one, one spot too, um, back in the late nineties. So, uh, you know, it's encouraging to see that, uh, they're getting better and football overall in the area is getting better. So you look at a guy on offense like Braxton Todd, he's really gotten through, the injury that he's, you know, trying to come back from. What does that say about his his play as a teammate, knowing that he wants to be out there for every game as much as possible? Well, it's just, it's great leadership as well. I mean, he he is fighting through a lot, and I think some of the stuff he's had to just hold out for is because he's cramping, because he's you know just not run eighty yards in three or four months, and you know he's just it's it's just a lot of guts. I mean, we. Guys play with a lot of guts on Friday night, and he wasn't any different. I mean, the guys see that, and, you know, a guy catches a cramp or catches a little pain, and, I mean, how can you really go out of the game when you got a guy that's gotten through an injury like uh, like Braxton? You know, I told a couple of different kids, you know, hey, we need you. We need you. we got to suck it up. And, uh, you know, these guys have worked really hard in the off season. They worked really hard during camp, and, you know, it means a lot to them, and, you know they they have worked so hard they don't want to they don't want to not be in there so you know it's been it's it's been really good and, and uh, just have a really tough group like we have right now. Late in the first half of that game on Friday, there was a particular throw down the field that was kind of in between two guys, and the call on that play wasn't necessarily was very interesting because the guy on your side of the field called that. What is your take on that as a coach, knowing that? the ref on your side of the field when the ball was being played on the home side of the field was being called like that. Oh, uh, you talk about the one of the handing forward one or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah. That yeah I've, I've never seen that before. Um, and as far as high school football and, you know, I, I don't know, you know, what he saw. I don't really like the question officiating, but you know, we did have some calls, some, some kick or some touchdowns called back and, you know, you wonder a little bit about that if it's, if it's homering or anything like that. But, I mean, it, to me, I, I thought Roman just did a really good job fighting for the football. You know, I don't feel like it was a hand forward or or anything like that. But that's what, that's what he saw. And, you know, when you go into a hostile environment like that and you go on the road, you know you're going to have to, you know, overcome all kinds of adversity. So we talked talk to the guys about, you know, that's, that's just part of it. So I was just happy that we were able to, you know, even overcome that as well as playing a really, really good team. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Coach, and I'll see you on Thursday at practice. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That was 
All right, that was head coach of the Martinsburg Bulldogs. Martinsburg Bulldogs. Sorry, I was t- you know, it's been a few you days. You don't use the board for a while, and you just kind of screw up what you're doing. Uh, probably the best competition they'll face all year last week. Yeah, I think, obviously, I mean, that was a great game. Came down to the wire. And it will be interesting to see what this Hedgesville team has against, you know, probably the best team in the state. So it will be a challenge for them. But how do they respond to that challenge, I think, really will show us, you know, what Coach Faircloth's trying to instill in this program. Exactly. And we're going to step aside for a quick break. This segment presented in part by Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. That's ParsonsFordofMartinsburg.com. We come back. We'll play our interviews with head coach of the Musselman Appleman, Brian Thomas, and head coach of the Washington Patriots, Glenn Simpson. That's next on the Sports Mix. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Hi, my name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200 square foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns and Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251. 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. Orsini's.com. Burke Schultz, Harmon, and Jenkinson, where accident, injury, and disability lawyers with over 120 years combined local trial experience. When injury or illness has stopped you from working, you may be eligible for Social Security disability. Ron Harmon has been winning disability claims for over a quarter of a century. Don't hire some out-of-state firm. Ron Harmon's in Martinsburg. He will meet with you right here in our office. Get a local lawyer you can trust. Call 304-LAWYERS for a free consultation. 304-LAWYERS or 304-263-0900. The WVU Heart and Vascular Institute is pleased to announce the continued expansion of services in the Eastern Region with the addition of vascular surgeon Omar Nadra. Board certified in general surgery, Dr. Nadra holds certifications in laparoscopic surgery, endoscopic surgery, and advanced airway management. The WVU Heart and Vascular Institute is at the Dorothy McCormick Center in Martinsburg with additional clinics nearby in Shepherdstown, Winchester, and Hagerstown. For more info or to schedule an appointment, call 304-350-3273 or visit mywvuheart.com. Mark your calendar for October 15th, 16th, and 17th and plan to join us for the 42nd annual Mountain State Apple Harvest Festival. Modified from its traditional schedule, this year's Apple Harvest Festival will feature many exciting family-friendly outdoor events for the entire community to enjoy. The Mountain State Apple Harvest Festival, sponsored by BCT, invites you to like us on Facebook and follow along for all the details of this year's three-day event. MSAHF.com. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to the September 23rd edition of the Sports Miss. Mix. Can't even say our show name right, Nick. You've been off the air for so long. It's the Sports Mix. Miss. Because <laughs> you miss it so much. I guess so. Yeah, that's, there you that's go, That's why you're going with that. This segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets Designer Bedding Outdoor Living. Family owned and operated. 360 Hack Wilson Way. Martinsburg. Orsini's.com online. And go down there and get some new Yetis. They sell more Yetis there? One? What? Getting more than one Yeti? You can go, Nick, you should go get one. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, we'll just get right into it now. Um, we talked with head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Brian Thomas. They came off of a 49-43 to loss to Sharando last week. And a shorthanded team scored a lot of points, Nick. Yeah, and 
Um, you know, they, they had some good things, obviously, on the offensive side of the ball. You know, we talked to Coach Thomas a week ago, obviously, and, and he had said that he wanted to see more consistency on offense, which they did get to see that. But unfortunately, the defense didn't really show up for them. I, but I think, like I said, heading into that game, if any coach was going to get his team ready to play shorthanded, it would be Brian Thomas, and he, he's been able to do that. Obviously, they're not having the season that they expected, but hopefully that can you know, kind of turn around this week. And I think it can turn around this week because they may be able to get some more guys back next week because this week is their bye week right yeah so they're just going to be you know practicing a little bit getting some rest making sure the guys they have now don't get don't get hurt and hopefully getting some more guys back next week they'll face a tough morgantown team though we get into that a little bit in this interview but now we're joined by head coach of the muscleman appleman brian thomas but um going in shorthanded and uh but you guys played a really good game 49 43 stuck with Sharando. Yeah, we did, you know, we did some good stuff, um, you know, offensively. I thought we executed some things well. We've, you know, we, we've, we've kind of had to change stuff up offensively um, kind of every week now, really, just because, you know, some of the injuries we have and some of the personnel decisions that we've made. So we did, we did a really good job grasping what we were doing this week offensively, what we did last week offensively and, and executed that, you know, at the same time. We did not play well defensively, and you know, that's one of the reasons we lost the game. But, um, but yeah, you know, you, you we're upset with the loss. You know, there's really no – to me, it's, you know, you lose, you lose. You know, you lose close ones, you lose big ones. They're, they're, both, they're both upsetting. So, you know, not happy with the result. Um, you know, we still got to get better with a lot of things. One thing you kind of hit on uh, last week heading into the game was that you wanted to see more consistency out of your offense. And while you didn't get the performance that you wanted on defense, I think definitely your your offense at least showed that it could it could put up points consistently. Yeah, um, I, you know, I was pleased with a lot of things. I, I was pleased some offensively and not pleased some offensively. Um, you know, we got to cut down the turnovers. We, um, you know, we we didn't we didn't punt the entire second half, which is which is good. Um, because we didn't really get stopped, but we stopped ourselves. Um, you know, we had, we had a couple turnovers, a couple fumbles, um, and then we had one where we didn't convert a fourth and two. So, um, you know, that, that's the stuff that we got to clean up and get better at. But at the same point, uh, like I said, scheme-wise, we've had to adjust a lot just because um, of what we've had, you know, losing losing two, three quarterbacks coming into the year and then really trying to see, a you know, what fits the personnel that we have now. So, you know, trying to – trying to put together a game plan, um, really just kind of pulling it out of the air and saying, hey, here's what fits the guys that we have left the best. So they, the kids have really executed, um, you know, what we've done and what we've put in. And this week, bye week, does that come at a right time for you guys, maybe get some guys back healthy if possible? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I've – you know, I – especially this year, like you said, just because, you know, we're so banged up, I think that gives us a chance to rest some bumps and bruises and maybe get some guys back and have a chance for guys to, to, to uh, heal up. But, you know, I've always been a fan of a bye week in the middle of the season. Um, I've never, you know, we, we used to have it at the end of the year. And I'm really, I'm not really a big fan of having a bye week at the end of the year. I think you can, I think you can lose momentum and get a little stagnant going into the playoffs and get a little satisfied with where you're at. So, um, you know, I ask our AD if, if we can move it into the middle of the season, which right now, you know, you, it's a 10-game regular season, but then when you add scrimmages and preseason camp to all that, um, we're actually right about the midpoint right now. So I, I, I really, you know, I'm really happy with where it's at right now. And like you said, with some of the bumps and bruises and injuries we have, um, it's really kind of hitting us at a good time. And obviously you won't have a game this week, but a chance to kind of work on yourselves a little bit. And as you mentioned, too, you know, trying to adjust to kind of a new offense than what you maybe originally planned. Yeah, I think, you know, that's always kind of really been my mentality. Um, you know, whether, you know, whether we're, we're, whether we're have injuries, we don't have injuries, you know, whether we're six and zero or, or zero and six, you know, whatever the situation is, I think a lot of times, you know, successful teams do focus on themselves. I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in, you know, what's our opponent doing that we lose track of, of things that we have to do to get better within ourselves so um you know that is one of the things we're kind of focusing on this week's just kind of um you know attention to detail 
Um, just, you know, kind of going back to the beginning and saying, hey, we're, we're going we're gonna to fix some of the stuff, some of the basic football 101 stuff, and hopefully get better at that. Have you uh, glanced at Morgantown yet? Uh, a little bit, yeah. You know, I've, I watched them a little bit. Um, you know, I watched one of their first games a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I, I think I saw it online or something. Somebody had it posted. So I've seen them a little bit. Uh, but at the same point, I haven't really dove into dove into them yet. Um, you know, just because, like I said, you know, right now with us sitting at one and three, we got a lot of internal things that we got to fix ourselves. So, you know, kind of really focusing on those more than than them right now. All right, Coach. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk with you next week. All right, great. Thank you, guys. That was that was head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Brian Thomas, and. Now we'll talk with head coach of the Washington Patriots, Glenn Simpson. They lost 35-14 to to Independence out of Northern Virginia. And this week they'll play Parkview of Virginia, who's 1-2 on the season. They are now 1-3 on the season. And now we're joined by head coach Glenn Simpson. So just look back at your game last week against independence 35 14 loss and uh what is what were some things that you guys came out of that knowing that you could do better this week well that's a that's a really good question um i think that uh first of all independence is a tremendous program uh they have talent spread across their roster like we will only see a couple of times this year i mean they i mean the, the competition is, is tough on our schedule, but Independence is just one of those teams that, uh, you know, when you when you look at their, their roster and you see where a lot of their kids are headed, um, I got to tell you, I, I came away from our game impressed with the toughness of our football team uh, because in that second half, again, some, some quality uh, football players, we were able to put 14 points on the board. And uh, I think that we can uh, still execute a little better in our run game. I think that we can finish blocks a little better. But I will tell you that as that game progressed, we did those things. We did get better as, as the game went along. And, you know, that Independence team, they're a very young program, but it's its in that Ashburn area where you got teams like Stonebridge, Broad Run, Briar Woods, and all those, you know, 5A powerhouses in the state of Virginia. So definitely a lot of good kids at, the, at Independence. Absolutely. Very talented group. Extremely talented group. Uh, they're they're going to they're gonna do some big things this year. Coach, uh, you mentioned kind of getting better – as the game went on and um obviously you know you've you faced a lot of adversity this year so do you think you know that that kind of speaks to that in terms of how you you guys didn't hold your heads down and and kept fighting throughout the game well that's that's the culture that we've been building here at washington high um we we go out and play and we will play anybody we will play anywhere you know, um, we don't we don't look at at things in a negative light around here. We look at we look at opportunities. So when we got a team like Independence uh, on our schedule, we see them as an opportunity to measure our program against. Just like we will this week facing a Parkview team, um, you know, that is progressing, that's building, it's getting better. Um, we haven't seen them in two years. So, you know, it's going to, you know, we look at all these things. Every adversity is an opportunity to measure the value and worth of our program and our culture. What have you seen so far scouting Parkview? Talented. Uh, they, ha- they have some extremely talented skilled players. Uh, they are tough and improving on the line in their run game, uh, they're going to they're going to pose quite a challenge for us. Uh, what do you guys need to do to get this one? What are some of the keys? Well, we got to first of all, we got to tackle better because uh, they are a spread team, and and so when you get uh, good athletes in space, tackling is at a premium. 
And so that's that's the one thing. If we tackle and we control the ball, and what I mean by this possession, we control possession of the ball. I think we'll uh, I think we'll compete very well against this team. All right, well, Coach, best of luck this week, and we'll talk with you next week. All right, thank you very much. That was head coach of the Washington Patriots, Glenn Simpson, and we'll talk with him again next week, as I just mentioned. We'll talk with all the coaches like we do every week. Um, we did not catch up for an interview for the show with head coach Matt Faircloth because they're playing Martinsburg, so that will be in our pregame show tomorrow night, but I'll have a clip for the show tomorrow. A bite, as Nick says. Yeah, bite, clip, that that's right, as long as you just don't say a quote, because a quote, you yeah, write that yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we've reached the second break of the program, and this segment sponsored in part by Rock Wool. Rock Wool is now hiring for their new facility in Rants, and all employees receive competitive wages and great benefits plans, training programs that support their career growth. Go to rockwelljobs.com slash radio. We come back, we'll talk with head coach of the undefeated Jefferson Cougars, Craig Hunter. That's on the other side of this break. All right, let's go. Turn your mic off. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. Floodwaters can spread E. coli bacteria. Here's Bill Kearns from the Berkeley County Health Department about what to do if your well is tested positive. If it's just a one-time contamination, you can superchlorinate your well, which we have instructions at the health department they could call and talk to us. You're providing uh, an excessive amount of bleach down the well. Then you do a runoff to get that out of the system to get the bleach through your lines, get any contamination out there. You do a runoff of so long, and then you can have it tested again. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court in Martinsburg. Call 304-263-5131. Rock Wool is one of the world's leading manufacturers of stone wool insulation products and is seeking motivated individuals like you to join their team right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Right now, open roles include general operator, warehouse person, machine technician, and electrical and instrumentation technician. All Rock Wool employees receive competitive salaries starting at $17.50 per hour, five-day work weeks, and eight-hour shifts, plus full benefits package on day one of employment, including health, dental, and vision coverage for employees and their families, paid time off, educational reimbursement, a 6% 401k match, and more. If you want a well-paying job and the potential for a rewarding career with a top employer that offers exceptional employee support and development opportunities, visit rockwooljobs.com slash radio for information on all current job openings right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Apply now at rockwooljobs.com slash radio. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. All right, welcome back into today's edition of the Sports Mix, September 23rd. And I want to give a quick out, quick out, quick shout out to my sister. It's her birthday today. Hope you're having fun in Punta Cana, I think. She's she's not in the country. She's on a trip. I think she's in Punta Cana. I could be where wrong. The, where is that? Somewhere. Somewhere. I, I really don't know where she is. Somewhere over the rainbow. She's somewhere. She's on vacation for her birthday. So there you go. Hope Happy you're having birthday, fun. Maddie. There you go. All right, now we'll talk with head coach of the Jefferson Cougars, um, Craig Hunter. He's un- they're, they're undefeated this season, coming off of a 34-7 win over Spring Mills. Today, or today, tomorrow, they have a challenging game up in Hagerstown against the 2-1 and North Hagerstown team. Yeah, should be a, a good challenge, I think, out of the state of West Virginia. You know, usually... From what I've heard, those North and South Hagerstown teams well, are pretty be, good. They'll be playing them the next two weeks. Right. Starts so, with North Hagerstown, then they'll go South to South Hagerstown next week. There you go, the rivalry, I'm sure. So but now, 
I'm interested to see yeah. how, how they fare out of the state of West Virginia. I am too, considering they're 4-0 right now. And we're now joined by head coach of the Cougars, Craig Hunter. Great win last week, thirty-four to seven over Spring Mills. Um, what were some of the some of the things you took from that game last week when it comes to uh, what you guys did well? Um, as far as what we did well, I think we we stayed we stayed to um, the game plan. Didn't get didn't get like I guess a little jumpy or panic. The kids didn't panic or get nervous when they scored their early touchdown. Um, we were able to uh, stay calm regather ourselves and just get back to the game plan and what we were trying to do against them that week and um, able to actually start to uh, put forth that game plan and, and get it working and accomplish it and get the win. Coach, obviously early in the season, so the rankings don't mean as much as they will later, but uh, this was a top 10 win, so certainly will help you guys come playoff time. Uh, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, like you said, the rankings are out now, but they, they really don't mean a whole bunch as early in the season. You just got to keep waiting. But, yeah, um, uh, hopefully, you know, we'll continue to get some quality points from Spring Mills. Uh, they'll keep going on having that successful season. We'll get quality points from them, and it can help us out later on in the playoff run. And, Coach, uh, coming up this week, you guys will play a North Hagerstown team that's 2-1 and one on the season. And uh, what have you seen so far on that tape? Um, you know, just a lot of different things from them. Uh, they got some team speed. Um they do a lot of multiple sets offensively. Um, they'll try to do some different things defensively with some stunts, some different defensive sets to try to throw your offensive linemen off, uh, just some different things of that nature. So, Coach, after back-to-back EPAC wins, you then uh, you know get get some non-conference games before you know the big one, obviously Martinsburg. So, you know, obviously you're taking it one week at a time, but does does it feel a little weird to? you know, be in the middle of conference play and then take kind of a three-week break? Uh, uh, not really. I think this is, this has almost been our schedule for the last couple of years. Um, we've had uh, some conference play, and then we would, it would go to a break from conference play and then come back into conference play. So um, this has been our pretty much our style of schedule for the last couple of years, so we're pretty much used to it. So we're halfway through the season, just about week five. How would you assess your team so far after the 4-0 start? I think we're playing well at times. I think um, our team is uh, accomplishing some of the goals they set forth um, at the beginning of the year. I think there's still a lot of room for us to grow and clean up some things um, that we see on tape. And I think we, as the season keeps going, as we keep going week to week, we need to clean uh, a lot of that stuff up before we get toward the end of the season. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be um, having the opportunity to go to the playoffs. So we definitely need to get that cleaned up before that comes on and, and some of these other games get forward on our on our schedule. Um, just cleaned up some of the stuff that we talked about in film sessions. What in particular stands out to you about this North Hagerstown team? Uh, just the fact that they, they like to do a lot of different things defensively. Um, uh, you know, we've seen uh, some different sets out of them defensively, some different stunts, um, just some things that just you don't typically see. Um, so they'll do some things that you don't typically see that we just got to get ready for. So it's just a lot of things we got to try to prep for uh, and get ready for um, this week. They're coming off of a 42-6 to win over Tuscarora and Frederick. Did, have you had a chance to look at that game film? What did, what did, what did they do well against them? Um, I looked at that game film today because uh, since they played yesterday, I got a chance to look at it a little bit today. Um, like they just did some different things that we haven't seen. Like we have two game films on them. Um, and they ran like a totally different offense in this game. Um, so now we got something else we got to try to get ready for this week. They did some different things defensively that we hadn't seen. So like I said, they, like I said, they did some multiple sets, some things we haven't seen in the other two game films that we just got to get ready for um, now seeing it today. So how does that change? Kind of like you go in thinking you're going to prepare one way, but then you see this different film. How does that, as a coach, how do you have to change kind of how you're going to prep for the week with your players? We're just going to add some stuff to it. We're still going to, I mean, they've been doing the same thing for two weeks. So I don't think they would 100% abandon it um, because they did show some of the stuff they also did in weeks one and two. So we just got to add the other stuff that we we talked about yesterday yesterday. uh, yesterday we used a game planning practice, setting the kids up, letting them know what they're going to see, 
uh, walking through everything, walking through our, our offensive and defensive game plan. And now the day is supposed to be a work day, prep day, to getting all that stuff implemented. So now we have to go back, pull back a little bit, and show them some other things today while we're going through practice. Um, so it's it's just, you know, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, somebody sometimes people try to show you stuff to make you make you prepare for something else to take time off your take time off your your actual planning. So now you got to prepare for something else, and some teams do that. And I mean, that's just what they did. They took something, added something. Now we got to prepare for something else, which takes time off of what we typically will be doing this week. Now we got to stop, go back, uh, get this get this new set down. How we're going to line up to it? How we're going to play it? Um, you know, just that, and, and the fact that the game happened last night. So that added another thing. So. Um, what what's kind of the the keys for you guys to get a victory this week? I think the keys for us to get victories, um, you know, we always give focal points every week. Um, some of the focal points um, is make sure we um, defensively don't blow any coverages this week in the secondary. Uh, make sure we pursue the football. Make sure when we get there we tackle well and uh, line up correctly on the defensive line and defensive front. Offensively, uh, went up front. Uh, went up front, um, stay true to our blocking assignments, uh, our blocking rules, um, and then don't make any mistakes offensively. Take care of the football. So, I mean, so if we can handle those things, and then special teams-wise is no stupid penalties on special teams. Um, focal point is field position, field position, and field position. Uh, we want to establish good field position um, for our offense. We want to make sure they have horrible field position for our defense. Um, so, you know, those are some of the focal points we talked about uh, this week with the kids. Um, so hopefully we can get those nailed into, ingrained into their brain this week and Friday hopefully it'll show. All right, well, thanks for joining us, Coach, and best of luck this Friday. We'll talk with you next week. All right, thank you so much. That was head coach of the 4-0 Jefferson Cougars, Craig Hunter. And apparently I'm reading the Facebook comments from A.R. Emmert. He says Jefferson fans were chanting – we want Martinsburg in the fourth quarter of that game and that they played last week over Spring Mills. Well, they'll get them in three weeks. I would say they'll get them here in three weeks. Um, want to apologize to any Spring Mills fans out there. We were unable to get a great cell connection with Josh Sims when we interviewed him. It was in and out, in and out. He called back. It was still in and out. Uh, but I will pull a couple bites from that, and we'll play that tomorrow. Um, but that wraps up our coaches' interviews for this week. We have um, Faircloth tomorrow, too, right? Yeah, we'll have Faircloth. I'll have the one bite from Faircloth as well, but we're going to hit our final break of the day as this segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. We'll talk some power rankings for West Virginia high school football and wrap up the show next on the sports mix this is eric from hagerstown ford i want to thank you for your continued support of helping hagerstown ford's efforts to be number one in the region as we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal i want to recap why hagerstown ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle number one we have the best prices from winchester virginia to washington dc from hershey pennsylvania to baltimore maryland i assure you price will not be the reason you don't buy from hagerstown ford number two we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. 
Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your September 20. 3rd, 2021. This segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. So before we kind of switch to a couple national topics with the few minutes that we have left, I want to go over the uh, the WVSSAC football power right they're not really power rankings or football rankings according to them and then we'll go over the metro news ones as well um so again this is a mathematical system so it's based upon who you play and how it's like it the ranks. bcs yeah whatever i hated that system well that's how it works here too um so it's based on a number system that I have no clue how it works. Matt Miller has explained it to me, but it, to me it still doesn't make sense. The Virginia one didn't make sense to me either when I was in high school trying to calculate all of that. Um, but we'll go through the AAA. Number one, Huntington at 14, at the rating of 14. Four wins on them for them, no losses. They've scored 136 points, allowed 38 points, and they have 48 bonus points and eight or 48 points and eight bonus points martinsburg comes in at number two with 13 and a half rating again four wins no losses 175 points for 67 against 48 points and six bonus points i'm presuming that has to do with the out-of-state games that they've played uh then at number three well, I guess it's tied for third, both with 13, is University and Jefferson. Both teams 4-0 on the year. Um, University has scored 204 points, allowed 67. Um, and Jefferson, 177, allowed 56. Then at 5, with 12.67, is South Charleston. 6, Bridgeport, 11.67, tied for 6th with Princeton Senior. And then at 8 is Cabell Midland, 9.75. 9 is Spring Valley, with nine and a half tied with G Dub at nine and a half as well. Greenbrier East at 11, 9.25. Lincoln County at 12 with 8.75. And then Spring Mills at 15 with 6.75. Hedgesville at 19 with 5. Musselman at 23 with 3.5. And Washington at 24 with 3. Uh, so obviously mathematical system, so it's not based upon opinions of people. It's a mathematical system. Yeah, and I, I think, I mean, a lot of it has to do with in-state wins too, and Huntington's got some good quality in-state wins, which probably is why they're ahead of Martinsburg, I would think. Yeah, and it's – That they value those more in, in the mathematics system. So. Yeah, Matt Miller on the road trip, maybe it was last week. I, we've had a lot of road trips so far. I think it was last week. He was trying to explain to me that – the way it converts from a different state is weird because Virginia has a different class system. Right. So they have a six class system. So one, a two, a three, a four, a five, a six, a instead Since of they have more schools. Yeah. And so it depends on how it converts to that system. And I'm not too certain how it converts. Um, but yeah. So then now we'll, I think that's a, it's a fair rating. It has to do with the overall numbers of everything. Now we'll go to the Metro News one. Has Martinsburg at number one. Huntington comes up from number three to go to number two. Um, then South Charleston that went from two to three. Then Bridgeport at four. Cabell Midland at five. 
Number six is University. Number seven is Spring Valley. Jefferson up from 10 to number eight. Princeton at number nine. George Washington falls to 10. And the only two teams that are also receiving votes are Wheeling Park with four and Morgantown with three. None have dropped out from last week. So is that an opinion-based poll? I believe that is an opinion voted upon by a panel of radio broadcasters and sports writers across the state. The rankings include season record, total points from the poll, and first place points in parentheses. I have to agree with that ranking for the most part. Um, we'll, We'll see. I think a lot of the teams, like, this mix between Spring Valley, University, Cavill Midland, Bridgeport, South Charleston. That's kind of an interesting area yeah. where we don't really know which of those teams will separate themselves and move into maybe that top three. I think Huntington right now is is very impressive and obviously has to be in the top two with Martinsburg, who is always you know one of the best teams in the state. So I, I'm interested to see kind of how those teams fare out also because I've saw a lot of those teams last year so i know that they got a lot of talent um but you know how the competition plays out and then where does jefferson end up being when we get toward the end of the year if they're still undefeated yeah that'll be it'll be interesting and heading into the martinsburg game obviously yeah it's gonna that's gonna be the epac game of the year right if or or at least in terms of how it will determine playoff rankings yeah might not be the closest game but we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, I think Jefferson's going to be good. You know, I don't know if they're on Martinsburg level yet, and we won't really know until they play. All right, well, we've got just about a minute left in the show. Uh, we'll tease the fact that Musselman will host Hampshire in boys' soccer tonight, I believe, and we'll be on the call with that. Uh, Colin McLaughlin and Jim Klein will be there calling the game with our new equipment, so bear with us if there are some kinks during that broadcast. Hopefully we've worked out all of them, but – it's kind of hard to determine if everything works at a site until we and go there. Thursday night football on radio tonight. Uh, I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, so Marshall will take on Appalachian remember. State. Both teams coming to two one. That's at that's on seven thirty on ESPN. And then we'll have the on our radio airways. We'll have WVU Neil Brown coaches. So six to eight p.m. And then Thursday night football from Westwood One Panthers at Texans. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Apparently there were rumors that uh, that Watson was coming back, but those he's not, no. he's not coming back. There was it was Davis Mills, baby. It was some rumblings early at the end of the game last week, but that is not to happen. So we'll catch you tomorrow. We'll talk high school football preview. We'll talk Shepherd preview. Recap the Marshall game. Talk NFL preview and WVU preview. That tomorrow on the Sports Mix. For Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Police saying so long, and we'll talk to you in 23 short hours.